listening to I Feel For You. I'm Dion, a creative coach, yoga, movement, meditation teacher, writer, DJ, event sharer, podcaster, human being. You could say I'm a space maker and storyteller using tools like words, music, movement, real life wellness and memes to help you feel more free and be who you are and all that you're becoming. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for stopping by. I hope you enjoy the show. Before we jump into this episode, I wanted to pop in here and let you know about something I am so excited to share with you. I am taking my Bloom Spring Workshops online this spring. I've been gagging to share this with you and I'm so excited about it because these workshops that I do in real life have always been so popular over the years and they always sell out and we just have such a great time combining creativity, yoga movement, creative coaching, music, real life wellness and community with great people. So it's been a dream of mine many of you know community is so close to my heart it's really important to me that we feel this connection to each other and support each other on our journeys and as things become more and more online for years I've been exploring how to cultivate this kind of real life connection and magic and take it to these online spaces So some of you know that for many years I was running women's circles and community gatherings in real life and I've been looking at ways to take them online and cultivate that very special feeling of being held in circle in a safe space with support, accountability and encouragement to be more you and to get where you're going. So to do that I've created a curriculum, that sounds a bit boring doesn't it? Okay I've made this program Does that still sound boring? I don't know. Anyway, so there's a structure, a path, a guide, and I've made that to flow through a seven-week journey to Bloom. Each week, I'll be sharing accessible tools. They'll be on offer, plus practices with me, which are optional, plus options to also join me live, where we can actually connect, you know, in real time or later if you're not available. And of course, there's ongoing support available for the entire duration of this program in a private online group. So just to give you an idea of what this journey is about, we're focusing on welcoming in the spring and releasing the stagnant, heavy, lethargic elements of winter so that we can make space for new energy, be that physically, mentally, emotionally, etc. If you're feeling like you could do with a fresh dose of inspiration to bloom and grow, sorry for the cheese, but just to welcome in a new season, this is for you. And if you're interested in cultivating community in these online spaces, as opposed to doing something and feeling alone in your journey, if you're interested in connection, if you're interested in also feeling support from me, then perhaps this is for you. I don't know. Um, You can expect me sharing my favourite tools that have helped me to create more space and feel more free and more myself and more connected on this journey. And after lots of requests for the Bloom workshops to happen in other spaces, I really hope that by taking this online, it's going to be more accessible to many of you who are out there who have requested to join or requested for me to come to your city or your town and I haven't been able to. I hope that this will create an opportunity for you to practice with me and to go on a journey with me and to 
cultivate community with me and go on a deep dive into blooming together. I'm planning to launch this on my birthday. That's my target date. I've been working behind the scenes on this for months and oh, I've been so excited and wanting to talk about this and I've just got to the point now where I think, what's the point in holding back? I might as well just start sharing that this is what I'm planning to do. There were some of you who joined me perhaps in the autumn for our creative coaching program, which was wonderful. I think I'm not just talking about what I did. I'm talking about the community that we cultivated together. And that was really beautiful. And this is a slightly longer journey. And so we can dive a little bit deeper. And I really hope that it is going to be nourishing and enable you to sync up and connect with the season, but also just to find some balance you know because life can be tricky baby okay I'm not going to go down that road but you know what I'm talking about so if you are interested in joining the program I'm going to be announcing it first in my digest because that's where I announce things first (laughs) in that community so if you want to be on the list you can head to dion.space forward slash digest to get on the list If you prefer not to be on the list, that's also a-okay. I will be letting people know at some point on the podcast and on socials and on my site and so on. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled. I'm planning to make this official on my birthday, which is the 23rd of February. So now I've put it out there. (laughs) I'm holding myself accountable. And that's also what this group is about as well having accountability so if you're struggling to kind of stay on track and you're looking to be held not told off may I add but to be held and supported and encouraged then uh, yeah perhaps join us maybe let's see I'm excited I can't wait and I hope that we can go on this journey together because what is new year spring is new year right So in today's episode, I thought I'd share a super old blog post I came across the other day as I was reminiscing about my yoga teaching journey. And it was from one of many very old blogs that I had back in the day, you know, before blogs looked slick and you kind of built your own custom stuff. Shout out to my basic coders. (laughs) And it's about the grubby fug that's what I labeled my inner critic before you know the inner critic was a thing because that's actually a much better name for it and I wanted to share a story about something that I was going through at the time and how I managed my inner critic so I really hope this speaks to someone and supports someone I believe I wrote this in the year 2011 believe it or not so there you are okay should we dive in let's do this case study a number of people have asked me to record yoga video sequences to help them with particular things simple right I'd got so far to record them, then met the paralysis of terror, inhibiting me from sharing them with anyone. What might people say? Do I seem egotistical? Does this make me a wanker? Oh man, I should be better at this, etc. Well, that was in 2011, 
and I'm publicly outing myself at my lack of courage and sharing this story because I feel it imperative to reassure everyone that we really need to acknowledge the muggy fug, then let go of its residue in order to grow. Sometimes, the worst voice of all can be the one that lives inside, sneering, scoffing and scathing. Allow me to introduce the inner critic. Many of us have this dastardly character and might notice it triggering feelings of shame, inadequacy or anxiousness in certain situations. Ignoring this pest mostly leads to a suppression of feelings which stocks up inside and over time can result in an unfortunate amplification of wretched messages. So how do we deal with that? Spend less time with the critics or worse, try to please them. And more on following your heart, your true essence and your passions. That's what. In other words, let go of what other people think. Of course, no one appreciates an arrogant buffoon and positive feedback is all part of that growth. But if we only try to please all those critical and non-constructive voices, we can get caught all up in it and surely be disappointed either way. And that's not helpful to anybody. A waste of time and energy. Not a nice feeling. Therefore, I propose a five-step plan for a date with your inner critic. So the first step in your five-step plan for a date with your inner critic is to pull the dark shit out and plonk it on the table and examine it in all its ugly finery. That is to notice what's there. And I'm a fan of reaching deep into the guts and doing that, you know, having a good look at it, looking for the links, exploring where this critical voice came from, noticing how it feels and what its consequence is. I just find that a really interesting process if it feels safe enough. And if it doesn't, then finding ways that do feel safe. And that might look like getting support from someone else to work through the stuff that's there. So we might be able to come across unnecessary tension or see a situation that's not so helpful for us when we take a step back to really look at what's going on. And hopefully by doing that, it can help guide us towards the process of finding an alternative that's better for us. Be that being able to soften the tension that's there or maybe just approach a situation in a different way. So we're led less by that critical voice and more by a broader perspective and understanding about where that voice is coming from. The second part of the plan is recognising that the inner critic can be a valuable tool. This critic might actually be prompting your attention towards something that you really want to achieve or change. So check if your critic is offering you valuable insight or something that you haven't considered before. And use that as a catalyst to drive you forwards in the direction that you actually want to go. The third step in the plan for a date with your inner critic is use the critic to propel you forward and prove it wrong. That's particularly relevant if the critical voice is uttering non-constructive and plain insulting fodder. Flip it the birdie, so to speak. And as Fienemann Jack Cornfield so wonderfully articulates in one of my favourite books, The Wise Heart, we all become aware of the stories, judgments and beliefs we're holding. When we look more closely, we often discover that some of them are one-sided, fixed points of view or outmoded habitual perspectives. We see that they are only stories and with mindfulness, we loosen their hold on us. We cling less to them. So that's a reminder that you are not your thoughts. 
The fourth step in a date with your inner critic is to add a bit of breath to the situation. Inhale and consider what feels tight, physically, mentally, emotionally. Whether that's a destructive comment that's painful or perhaps contraction in your body, generally towards the top of the inhale will point towards any existing tension. And then maybe try exhaling through your mouth and with it imagine that negative crap releasing its grubby mitts from you and leaving your body and repeat for a few breaths. And after that, pause and notice how you're feeling. The fifth step in the date with your inner critic is just letting it all hang out. And I'm a particular fan of doing that on the mat, with or without a mat actually, just moving, moving it out of my body. So find ways to create a physical shift that might look like a bathroom disco, that might be a yoga practice. And I've got lots of videos that are free for you on my YouTube channel. I'll put a link for them in the show notes if you like. Your movement might just look like going for a walk or, I don't know, shaking on the spot. That can feel good. I did that this morning anyway. So find a way to move it out. So I hope those five steps help you to go on a date with your inner critic. I think it's also worth mentioning that should this fugly self-criticism pester you at any point, maybe try first and foremost to find ways to talk to yourself nicely, however you can, with compassion. And there's a little video from the School of Life that I found very sweet and also helpful and real in working with your inner critic. And I'll put all of that in the show notes for you. I feel for you podcast.com. And this is episode 29. I hope that this really supports you. Remember that you're not alone. Most of us, I think all of us truly have an inner critic. And we don't have to see that as a bad thing. We can instead work with it and find ways to feel better. So I really hope that this podcast encourages you to accept every morsel of yourself and extend appreciation and love to each cell. Cellularly blast out any trace of loathing and replace it with love. Yes, even the dark bits. Oh, and as for the videos, as you probably heard earlier, I have a YouTube channel now. Perhaps you wanna join me over there. I don't know, see how you feel. I'll put the link in the show notes. And of course, I'm always open to requests, so do get in touch. I love to hear from you. So a reminder, you deserve to feel good about the person you are. You are the author, the curator, the artist of your life. And no one's gonna live your life for you unless you let them. So stand strong and tall in your wonder. I'm rooting for you always. So what do you think? Are there tools and techniques that you use to work with your inner critic? What do you do when the voice gets loud? How do you navigate through or around it? I'd love to know. Get in touch with me. Leave me a voicemail. Maybe find me on socials. All the links will be in the show notes. I love to hear from you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you for listening. Take care of you. Bye.